Good morning and welcome to HodgePodge, this somewhat blustery Wednesday morning here in the Detroit Lakes area. Lots of schools canceling for the day, especially to the west of us. We'll, uh, if you want to check out those cancellations and postponements, you can go to kdlmradio.com. You'll get all of the latest. Uh, but on HodgePodge today, uh, we have a couple of guests in from the City of Detroit Lakes and Detroit Lakes City Council. Uh, last night, Detroit Lakes City Council held the regular meeting for the month of February. And joining me in the studio today, I've got uh, Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor Ron Zeman and Detroit Lakes City Administrator Kelsey Clem. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Carol. <laughs> Uh, well, we've got a lot going on in our fair city. Of course, we've got the big Polar Fest going on, a great draw for the city this time of year. And uh, you guys have been participating in some events. Boy, you know, uh, Carol, this is a big week coming up because we have the Polar Plunge. And uh, I'm hoping we can maybe get somebody special in that plunge this year, Carol. All right. You know who I'm talking about? Step right up, Ron. <laughs> Step but right I, up. Well, I have done it before, but we certainly, <laughs> I would donate to your cause to have you take the big jump but 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 if you haven't been down to the beach area to see all the trees by the pavilion they're all lit up and to see the ice thrown and then you go right on down the line with all the we got snow sculptures and it's just a great place to be this week and if you haven't been down there please go down there and see it it's uh it's all free that's the good thing mm -hmm. have you been tubing down the little i haven't done that yet, Carol. yet okay well, I'd pay to see that, Ron. Kelsey's probably done that. We were there Saturday. Oh, okay. We were there for the fishing derby, and then we went oh. to the park. And it's just great to see. And we, we tip our hat to the committee, uh, the Polar Fest committee and the Snipes committee for pulling this off. And it was busy in town. Um, great to see that type of traffic in D Detroit Lakes in February. And we had fireworks coming up this Saturday. So yes. expect another busy weekend once this cold snap kind of comes through so yeah so it's polar this is what we're all embracing this polar polar weather so <laughs> um i think uh yeah we've got a few uh we've got a few things going on in detroit lakes for polar fest i haven't heard if those have been canceled yet or not tonight but uh, we'll go to a rundown of those nonetheless but we've got a lot to get to uh today uh we've got the city council meeting last night uh and you had a number of guest speakers to start the meeting off, and one of them, a couple of them, were with the uh, Census 2020, and they were there to give some information, uh, not only about the census, but about some uh, some words of caution to folks uh, who might be interested, especially the elderly folks who may be. No, that, that that's right, right. Carol. And, and it was we had Vic Rosenthal with the part of a West Central Initiative that came up with, and just gave us some good information about the census and. Uh, uh, for people out there, are, are you aware that if you're not counted, we're going to miss out receiving $2,800 on you? And over 10 years, that amounts to $28,000. It does, does not come back to the state of Minnesota. And so it's important that you make sure that you are in the census because it helps our area. We've got a lot of projects, and we need that uh, money to come back. And uh, one thing that they mentioned this year, they're going to have a big push to try to have people use their computers to do it online. But you'll also be able to uh, do the census by mail or by phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to receive uh, five postcard notices that uh, what's happening. And if you don't respond to those five, you'll probably have somebody knocking at your door. Yeah, that'll be sometime in March. But, but they, they say on average we'll have about 80% of the people counted. It's the uh, 20% that they're that haven't done anything that they have to go out and look for. So if uh, you receive a card, uh, go ahead and uh, follow through with it. 
in in Bee County because, like I said, it makes a big difference. And then this year for Minnesota, we're real close to losing the congressional seat. And that numbers has to be there for us to keep that seat. So uh, definitely be counted. And if you haven't counted, uh, get a hold of somebody and we can get you on that count list. All right. Uh, so there you go. So 20, Census 2020 will start uh, in April. Uh, I guess they're starting next month. Uh, lots of hiring going on right now for workers. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity if someone's looking for a part-time job uh, this year with the Census. You can apply online. Um, again, a lot of opportunities there. And again, uh, the city's working with the county. Uh, Becker County stepped up with our complete count committee. Uh, Guy Fisher's kind of taking the lead with that. And um, just try and get the word out to get, uh, again, get people hired to do the count and then just to get good uh, turnout for the census. Right. And the base, the form, the basic form is just basic information. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all kept private. So mm-hmm. it's, I'm okay. sure you have that. All right. So we're in the studio this morning with Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor Ron Zeman and Detroit Lakes City Administrator Kelsey Clem talking about things going on in the city. Uh, we got an update from uh, M-State. Uh, Karen Buboltz also was on hand uh, to talk about what things going on at M-State, the community college. You know, she did a great job last night, and we're very fortunate to have M-State College in our community because you don't have to leave town to go to school. And the and the price to go there is, is very reasonable. You hear about Kids leaving college with $200,000 loans to pay back, that won't happen here at M-State, and they can get you started. And whether you're a new student for the first time or you want to go back to school, they can certainly help you. And all you have to do is go out there and talk to them, and they can get you started on it. But uh, it's a great school. They have a lot of programs. They tie in with all the other M-State colleges and so forth. So it really uh, would be good for you if you're interested in going back to school or continuing education. Please go out there and talk about all the different programs they have for you. All right. Uh, Some of the other things going on in town, of course, uh, one of the big uh, construction projects that will begin here in uh, the spring is the police station. And uh, can you give us any kind of update on that, either Kelsey or Ron? I can, sure. Uh, We're actually meeting with the architect uh, via Skype because of the weather being the way it is uh, this afternoon to work on some of the um, final details of the design. Uh, we have the plan is to have final plans and specs to the city council at the March council meeting and then uh, authorize advertisement for bids in March. Uh, again, the goal is construction to start this summer. Uh, so we want to get bids out as soon as we can to try to uh, have a favorable bidding environment. So again, uh, plans are to be out for bid in March, hopefully open bids you know by late April and award a contract by May council meeting and get started on it this summer. Is all the prep work done for the site where it's going to be built now? Or? No, um, there'll have to be some dirt work that has to be done there. Uh, there was one house that had to be demoed. That was demoed uh, this winter. Um, otherwise, uh, the all the site prep is part of the bid package for the project. Mm-hmm. And just remind people where it is going to be located in case they didn't know. Yeah, it's at the intersection of Summit and Front. So it's across from uh, the DL Community Center, uh, Kitty Corner from the museum, uh, Across from the Health and Human Services building, uh, there's kind of that that empty uh, half a block there, and that's where the new police department will go. Um, right. It's a nice design. The council's reviewed the plans a couple of times. It's going to be a tuck under garage. I think it's going to look really nice on that site. It's going to generate some extra parking. We'll have about 40 parking spaces uh, that'll be available to the public. So, 
just a really good fit and it's it's coming together nice okay and is it going to be a single story other than the underground it's going to be a single story with okay. with the tuck, tuck under yep. okay. all right uh very good uh so we had a, a report by a detroit lakes police chief uh todd, steve todd last night uh on the 2019 uh report his annual report he uh, gave a little a little bit of it. Uh, he said it was yeah, four pages yes, and, long. Otherwise, and but. he had a. They had, the police department had a very busy year last year, and um, last year the department received over thirteen thousand five hundred sixty-five calls, and we have uh, seventeen officers, so that comes out to seven hundred ninety-eight calls per officer last year. So that's a lot of calls. We're we're probably of all the police departments in our area. We're up there probably the highest for calls per officer. So it's very busy. And, and after seeing all that information that Chief Todd had, th- there's a reason we need a new police department because it's uh, without everything that's happening in police work nowadays, it is very much so needed. And also, Kelsey, you might want to talk a little bit about we're starting to collect the tax dollar now that the people uh, approved for voting on. And you might want to tell them how we're kind of coming on that for the first uh, October, November, December. Yeah, you know, we have three months of return so far on uh, the local option sales tax, the extra half percent uh, local option sales tax that's being used to fund the police department. Uh, the good news is is that collections are higher than projected um, for what we had expected, anticipated for uh, collections to pay off the, the PD. They're coming in quite a bit higher. Um, we're averaging, you know, that $120,000 a month range where we thought we'd probably be in the eighty ninety thousand dollar a month range and again this is a small sample size it's just the last three months and kind of curious to see how things progress through the year and especially once we get into summer some of our busier years we expect that number to go up so the good news about all that is that just means we can pay off the police department faster earlier okay. all right yeah so last year we've got yeah that local option sales tax we were holding our crossing our fingers that it was going to go through and it did mm-hmm. uh so that's good news um we'll talk about the legislative session in just a little bit but i uh, just wanted to touch on one more thing about the police department uh police cars have a new look uh the oh, police boy. chief uh unveiled that last night they, they sure do <laughs> they they have purchased a, a new ford and they also have a new jeep durango that you see around town and it has new logos on it and the chief is pretty proud to, about the two vehicles. You know, they, the vehicles we have are run 24 hours a day, and they get a lot of wear and tear. And so this is part of the replacement we do on a regular basis because these cars don't go forever. But uh, you'll see two new units around with the new logos, and I hope the people will like what we have on them. It looks very sharp. Right. And so the old, what he was saying is that the old logo, so we had the black and white vehicles, which will all get rewrapped yeah. because they wrap cars now. Correct. So yeah. you don't have to go and buy a whole new vehicle just yeah. to change the logo. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, look for those. Uh, kind of more stealthy, I would say, out on the streets now with the black. But uh, looks good. And as they head into their new digs, uh, that will be uh, begin construction uh, this spring. We're in the studio this morning with Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor. Uh, Ron Zeman and Detroit Lake City Administrator Kelsey Clem. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more from them next on HodgePodge. Welcome back to HodgePodge this Wednesday morning, February 12th, 2020. Back in the studio with Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor Ron Zeman and Detroit Lakes City Administrator Kelsey Clem following last night's city council meeting. Uh, some of the other things on the agenda, of course, uh, uh, one of the other things that is going to be uh, built here in 2020 is a new South Shore uh, Park. That's and correct. 
that uh, contract uh, to build the shelter out there was awarded last night. Yes, yeah. and that and that was uh, the award for that was given to uh, Hammers Construction out of Perm, and the, the bid came in at two hundred eighty-seven thousand nine hundred nine dollars. Uh, th- this is part of our budget for the park park board, so we have the funds in there, and uh, it's going to make a big improvement out there. And Kelsey, maybe you want to tell all what's going to happen on that. What's going to be put into that shelter? Yeah, so South Shore Park will be located at the intersection of South Shore Drive and 270th Street, uh, kind of Marty Solomon development, Lake Forest area. Uh, basically, the city owns the property at that corner. And last year, we approved the bid for the parking lot and the site improvements. Um, that was awarded last fall, but uh, didn't get done last fall, so that will be done in the spring. So we'll mm-hmm. get the parking lot put in. And then, as Ron explained, the bid approval was for the park shelter. The park shelter will look similar to the park shelter that's in People's Park, so it'll have a little concession area, bathroom, uh, kind of a warming house area. And the next part of that, the other action that was actually on the council meeting was approval of a grant application to the DNR to help uh, fund the playground and the tennis court uh, that's going to go in. So... uh, Lots going to happen over the next few years. Again, the parking lot will go in, the shelter will get be built, and uh, hopefully in the next year or so we'll see the playground and uh, the tennis court slash pickleball court slash basketball court will also go in. Okay. And I wanted to mention that that grant was for $12,000, and it came from Minnesota Energy Resources. So we thank those folks for that uh, donation, that grant money that we received. All right. All right. Sounds like you need a pool in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, in the studio with uh, Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor Ron Zeman and uh, Detroit Lakes City Administrator Kelsey Clem. Oh, yes, and we uh, we said farewell uh, to um, Brad Green last week uh, as the Public Works Director, worked uh, for 13 years uh, for the city as the Public Works Director, and uh, the new Public Works Director was introduced last night. Yes, and um, uh, we approved him last night, and his name is Sean King. He has 24 and a half years of uh, work experience from MnDOT. He has lived here in Detroit Lakes at, at MnDOT office for 10 years, and he'll be starting on the job March 1st. We feel that he's going to step right in and uh, do a great job for the city. Okay. And were there a lot of candidates up for the uh, public works? Right yeah, now? we had really good response. We had 21 applications, okay. and we did two rounds of interviews. And like Ron said, I think uh, Sean's going to be a great fit for our department. And um, he's lived in Detroit Lakes for the last 10 years, so he's involved in the community and uh, thanks again to Brad. Uh, 13 years, he had a great run. He's done a lot for the city. And uh, as he said, he's retiring from the city, but he's not going away. You know, he's still going to be involved in the community. So we're looking forward to continue to work with him in a different capacity. All right. Uh, we're talking to Kelsey Clem, Detroit Lakes City Administrator, and Ron Zeman, Vice Mayor of Detroit Lakes, in the studio with me this morning on HodgePodge following last night's city council meeting. Uh, some of the other things uh, that uh, were approved last night, uh, Mayor Matt Brink uh, reappointed and appointed folks to uh, committees. A uh, um, good way for people to, to get involved in the city is to be on a committee. Yes, that's right, Carol. And uh, uh, last night, longtime area resident Helen Fultz was approved to be our new, our new newest member on the Public uh, Utilities Commission. And Helen will do a great job for the city, and she's going to be replacing Gary Nansen, uh, who's served his three-year terms, but he's done done a great job for the city. But we welcome uh, Helen to the board, and I know she'll do a great job for us. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, last night, uh, Mayor Brink. Uh, Make recommendations for appointments in the city approved Beth Friday and John Thorpe uh, to uh, have another three-year term on the park board. 
And so Dr. Eric Wilkins has been reappointed to a three-year term on the Tourism Bureau. So got some great people there. And, and I was going to say, if anybody out there that's listening, if they like to be on some committees or whatever it may be, please come into the office and talk to Kelsey or Glory and because uh, we're always looking for good people to serve on these committees, and there's lots of committees to serve on, and we need lots of people. So if you can come in, we'd really love that. Okay, uh, very good. Uh, so we've got Kelsey Clem and Ron Zeman from uh, Detroit Lakes in the studio with me this morning. And uh, some of the other things coming up, uh, we've got some special meetings uh, planned for the beginning of March. Uh, did you want to talk about those, Kelsey? I can. So uh, we do have a special meeting scheduled for 5 o'clock on March 4th. Uh, the purpose of that is to approve what's called a facility plan. Sounds really fancy, um, but what it's intended for is for us to submit for uh, um, grant funding and low interest loan money for an upcoming project, which is Willow Street, uh, be west, uh, so be from Washington Avenue west to Sherrill. And then downtown, we have a couple of segments of Frazee from Washington east over to um, uh, McKinley. And then also that a segment of Holmes, which is the same stretch kind of east of um, Washington. And then also the back alley that's behind J.C. Penney's in that area is all scheduled for 2021. So again, the adoption of the facility plan allows us to submit to the Public Facilities Authority to get on their intended use plan so we can potentially get some grant and low interest money to do the project. Okay, all right. Uh, then, then you're going to have an open house. We're having an open house after that at 530 for the South Washington project. Uh, that is our kind of our, our marquee project for this summer, for 2020. Uh, we want to get some public input because we're proposing some pretty significant changes. Uh, people might have saw heard on the on the news here or saw in the newspaper that we're looking at some changes to the intersection at Willow in Washington. Uh, as we start looking at the project and figuring out how to make improvements to the traffic flow and look at how we can do turn lanes, we ran into some obstacles. We started looking at different options. And some of the things that you're seeing more in Minnesota is what's called mini roundabouts. Mm. So everyone's seen the roundabouts uh, around Detroit Lakes on Highway 59. A mini roundabout is just that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a smaller version of that. Instead of the, the high center circle that you see on the roundabouts on 59, a mini roundabout has a smaller traversable um, center uh, median. So basically what that means for typical cars, you operate just like a normal roundabout. For larger truck traffic, bus traffic, you basically just drive over that center median to, to make your turn. So we're proposing a, uh, a mini roundabout again at that intersection of Willow and Washington. We want some feedback on that. That led to discussion about the intersection at North Shore Drive and Washington. If you recall last summer when we were doing the Willow project, we put a three-way stop there. Uh, we actually got a lot of positive feedback about that. People who are coming off North Shore Drive like to have the stop condition so they could take a left turn. So uh, again, now's the time to have that discussion as we're rebuilding the road. So another topic he came up is maybe doing a mini roundabout there um, to basically provide that that left uh, uh, turning movement uh, without doing a three-way stop. So we're going to talk about that at the special meeting. The other thing we're going to talk about is when we did we were looking at doing the mini roundabout at North Shore Drive. One of the um, consequences, I guess, if you'd say of doing that, is we lose some parking. Mm -hmm. We lose some parallel parking, and as we all know, parking's at a premium mm -hmm. towards the beach. So we're proposing some different parking options uh, kind of on the east side of Washington by the city park. So 
It's going to be an open house style. Come and see what some of the options we're looking at and provide some feedback. Okay, so that's March 4th. March 4th, and, yep, and that's at 5.30 for the uh, South Shore project. In the, okay. No, South Washington, rather, for project for that. And please come and uh, if you have opinions, uh, let us know. That's what we want to hear. Okay. Uh, Vice Mayor Ron Zeman from the City of Detroit Lakes and City Administrator Kelsey Clem in the studio with me this morning. Uh, we're going to hold it here for a couple more minutes. Uh, I, I said you guys don't be in a hurry to dash off today because we can extend our conversation a little bit into the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, but uh, another item I wanted to ask you before you go is about the legislative session that just ki- uh, kicked off yesterday in St. Paul. And I know it is a bonding year and I know there are uh, various projects around Detroit Lakes that uh, wish to be included in that bonding bill? Yes, uh, we have two main projects we've applied for for the bonding bill uh, in collaboration with other partners, including Becker County. One, of course, is the museum project. Uh, They're applying for approximately $3 million uh, bonding requests for the new museum project. And the other one is the Heartland Trail. Uh, We're applying for funding to complete the trail to Frazee, but also provide some additional planning dollars for extending the trail from Frazee uh, towards Park Rapids, and then also extending the trail west of Detroit Lakes uh, towards Holly and Moorhead. Uh, So those are kind of our focus. As you mentioned, it is a bonding bill year. Uh, Those are our two kind of main priorities for the bonding proposal. Um, Something a little bit secondary to that is we're also working with uh, Representative Paul Marquardt on getting an extension of our LGA freeze. Um, the good news is, is that last year the legislature put more money into the LGA program. Uh, the bad news is uh, Detroit Lakes, because of the formula, we've seen declining LGA uh, allocations over the years. So we got a one-year reprieve of that for 2020. They froze our LGA, which is great for us, instead of seeing a reduction. And now we're going to go back and ask for them to freeze it again for 2021. Okay. All right. So some things to look uh, for in the 2020 legislative session that just kicked off yesterday uh, in St. Paul uh, in the studio with the Detroit Lakes Administrator Kelsey Clam and Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor Ron Zeman. And uh, just one more thing is that... uh, Say, say, Carol, can can I say one other thing about what Kelsey was on? You know, last week, Kelsey and I went to a West Central Initiative meeting in Fergus Falls with area legislatures. And two of the big items that came up is child care and low-income housing. Mm-hmm. So that'll have a lot of discussion down there, too. So those 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 two things have not gone away, and especially child care. It's, um, it's really, really needed. So hopefully something will be done there, too. Well, and that's the big that's the big debate too. Is is it a local problem? It's a national problem, but is it is it taken care of locally, or do we depend on the state or the federal government uh, mm-hmm. for funding? Um, that's the uh, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> Who, whose money we're going to get to use for it? Right, right. So uh, we'll continue uh, following those as well. But one more thing too is that uh, there was a little. Um, let's see. Under public safety, there's a a public hearing for the first reading of an ordinance that is uh, looking to amend the city code for cigarette sales coming up. Yes. Correct. So we have to have a public hearing in March uh, for the first reading of amending our. Uh, retail tobacco license uh, for sales from 18 to 21. And that's basically just to uh, conform with the new federal uh, requirement that was passed in December that that bumped up the sale of tobacco products to 21. 
Okay. All right. So there we go. Uh, lots going on. Uh, lots of little nuggets of information this morning here on HodgePodge. And I want to thank Detroit Lakes Vice Mayor uh, Ron Zeman and Detroit Lakes City Administrator Kelsey Clem uh, for coming in the studio with us this morning. Do, have you always have parting words, Ron, so I, well, I don't want to deny got, you I've anymore. I've got a couple more <laughs> announcements here. Uh, you know, uh, last night we, we uh, approved the budget and fee schedule for the DLCCC. Okay. And uh, we said a thank you to... Uh, Stu Humber for his 19 years of service at the community center, and we welcomed uh, Peter Jacobs to come on board there. And, and uh, we also received the new fee schedule from the country club last night with Sam Roofer, and uh, for a new fee schedule there. So those both of those areas are all set now. All right. Uh, yeah. So they're both city owned facilities correct okay all right very good uh okay ron and kelsey thank you so much thank you carol, carol. Bun, bundle up heading yes. out the door the temperature has dropped about 10 degrees <laughs> since we started so uh that's gonna wrap up hodgepodge for this wednesday february 12 2020 and uh, thanks for tuning in i'll be back again in the studio tomorrow we'll have folks in from uh, detroit lakes community and cultural center and more on thursday's hodgepodge stay warm i'm carol mccarthy katie lm